This is a quest for the truth, featuring Kevin Watts. Good day, everyone. Here are the five things that I believe. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and was seated on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, for which he shall come back to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, life everlasting. Amen. I believe that ordinary people can accomplish extraordinary things. I believe that the free market economy, coupled with political freedom, is the only way for to obtain societal and individual prosperity. I believe that the family unit is the key, the linchpin, if you will, to a just and orderly society. I believe America is the greatest country in the world. And with that, I'm going to move into our topic today. Uh, I want to talk about a tale of two, a tale of two transgender folks. First one I want to talk about is Amy Schneider. Uh, she is a transvestite. Uh, she transitioned from a male to a female and became one of the greatest champions in Jeopardy history. Uh, she dominated the field for about two months, I would say. Uh, she racked up over a million dollars in cash money by using her intellect and her wit and her uh, savviness at playing the game which I commend her for tremendously. And then you have Leah Thomas, who two years ago, or three years ago, was swimming with the men as a male. Uh, she ranked, well, now she's a she. She ranked, at, back then as a male, she ranked among her male colleagues 450th in the world at one point in swimming. She transitions to a female and now dominates the female field. Is this fair? I would happen to say no. Uh, if you look at strictly biology, I know that's the phrase we, the phrase, the catchphrase as you say, look at the science, right? So let's look at the science. I'm not even gonna bring in the moral aspect or anything like that. Strictly science. She obviously has the molecular structure of a male no matter how much estrogen is shot into her body, she is a male in molecular structure, in her skeletal and muscular structure, she's a male. So, and most people would recognize that the average male is going to be stronger, faster, quicker than the average female. That's just the way biology works. You can't argue with facts. You can argue with opinions, you can't argue facts. The fact is she has a molecular structure of a man. And she used this molecular structure to dominate her female opponents. Now the, this, the side effects of this is rippling because if women who are transitioned from males are allowed to compete with females a couple of years after transitioning, they're going to dominate the field. I mean, 
Let's look at uh, any sport. Let's look at let's look at the NBA. All right. If any one of those guys in the NBA transitioned to a female and then went into the WNBA, what do you think would happen? They would dominate that league. And it's not to say that the girls in the NBA, the ladies in the, in the WNBA are not good. They are. They're excellent. They're very talented at what they do. But the molecular structure is simply different. The male will dominate that league. And I won't even speak of the NFL. I mean, what position can a woman play in the NFL? Maybe field goal kicker? Maybe. She has a strong enough foot to kick the field goal, to kick the ball accurately through the uprights? Maybe. But that would be it. Um, the problem here is that she has an unfair advantage over the other women. It's quite clear. No amount of, of estrogen, no amount of uh, hormone therapy, I think that that's the term that's used, is going to change that. And she should not be getting awarded for what is essentially cheating. I know that people want to, you know, cut some slack because, you know, of her status. But the facts are the facts. The truth is the truth. And I'm on a quest for the truth. And the truth is that she has an unfair advantage over these women. It's quite clear. And it's not right. And you take a look at Amy Schneider. She won, again, she won her. She obtained her mastery of Jeopardy by her intellect, her uh, ability mentally. So she does not have an unfair advantage to the other people that are playing that she's playing against. Therefore, she's well deserving of everything she's obtained. The same cannot be said for Leah Thomas. And what this does, this discourages women from competing. This would discourage women from competing because they know they have no shot to win. In fact, I would argue that the NCAA, by allowing this travesty to happen, is violating the spirit of Title IX of the Civil Rights Act of 1972, which prohibits discrimination between males and females in sports. If not the letter, they're certainly violating the spirit of it. Because clearly, she has a, she has a competitive advantage over the other females being just by biology. I mean, look at her. Does she look like a woman to you? I mean, really. I'm not I'm not trying to be facetious. The last picture, it shows like she was growing a beard. She looks like a man. Because she is a man, essentially. It's just that if you stick enough estrogen into you, the NCAA considers that now you're a woman. No, no, no. That's not it. And it's not fair to the other women who are competing, who've been competing all their lives for this opportunity. You can say what you want about, about, uh, about me being a homophobe or whatever the case is. I don't care, really, because it's the truth. 
We have to learn to deal with the truth as it stands. And the truth is, is that this is this woman is actually a man. She has all the male characteristics. So, of course, she's going to dominate the women's field because the average man is stronger, faster, and quicker than the average woman. Are there exceptions to the rule? Are there, are there great athletes on both sides? Absolutely. And I don't want to demean the accomplishments of any women athlete. But do you think Jassy Joyner Kersey would have been able to beat um, Jesse Owens in a race? No. I mean, Billie Jean King did beat Bobby Riggs in tennis years ago. But remember, Bobby Riggs is about 50 years old. And Billie Jean King was at the top of her game. But do you think Billie Jean King would have beat Beyond Borg or John McEnroe or any of the other players that played at that time period? Of course not. In fact, one of the reasons why Natara uh, uh, Lova, the other tennis champion from that time period, was so dominant because she was stronger than the average woman. She could actually overpower a woman with her swing. You can't get away from facts. You can't let you can't let ideology trump facts. And the fact of the matter is, is that Leah Thomas does not should not be performing, participating in any of these contests. If she wants to participate as a man, go back to participate as a man. If you want to create your own separate category of uh, transgender folks, you can do that as well. But this is not this is not just for her to race race against women. She's twice their size. I mean, come on, this is not fair. It's not even just. It's not right. It's not right. The NCAA should step in and correct this immediately. But because, but because the NCAA is so woke, they probably won't do it. They probably have to have a lawsuit somewhere along the line and settle in the courts. And the judge uh, that has been appointed to the Supreme Court by President Biden Judge Jackson, that's why she would not answer the question of defining a woman, because she doesn't want to offend the transgender community. And she should have answered the question directly. It's okay. It's okay for men to act like men and for women to act like women. It's okay. It's also, I'm not going to say it's, it's, it, well, let me step back for a minute. It is okay for men to act like men and for women to act like women. That doesn't mean that we're evil because we choose to act that way. If a man chooses to transition to a woman or vice versa, a woman decides to transition to a man, that really isn't none of my business. I mean, that's between you and God, essentially and your own conscience. But I do have a problem with people who are using it. Clearly, she's using this 
to her advantage to claim herself to be a champion, to cheat, essentially. She is cheating. And I'm just I'm just very disappointed that the NCAA decided to let her let her victory stand because they shouldn't. I mean, she's broken all Penn, University of Penn's records for women, supposedly. She's also uh, dominated the, the entire Ivy League. And what, what happens is, what's going to happen is going to discourage women, if more people participate in this activity, it's going to discourage women from wanting to compete because they know they have no shot at winning. And it's not right. So I would hope that the NCAA takes a deep breath and looks at this situation from purely a biological standpoint and make the right decision, make the right call here. And I was glad to, glad to hear that uh, Caitlyn Jenner spoke out about this against what was going on here. Because I get she realizes the implications of this. It's not fair. It's not right. Let's do the right thing and allow women to compete individually as women. You want to create a category for others uh, that are transvest transgender folks? That's fine. Let's do that then. But let's not. Let's not take away the years of the years and the hours of hard work that these women put into so that they could have a shot at becoming a champion because someone wants to take a shortcut, which is what he did, this is what she did essentially, take a shortcut to become a champion. Let's not do that. All right. And again, this is Kevin Watts and I'm on a quest for the truth. Everyone have a great day. Just as an addendum, uh, I wanted to make a quick shout out to the uh, St. Peter's College basketball team. What a remarkable accomplishment they did. Uh, yes, they lost in the Sweet 16, but no team has gotten that far from where they stand. They're an institution in Jersey City, New Jersey, in the heart of Jersey City, New Jersey. They have uh, a total of 2,400 undergrad students there. And for them to accomplish what they did verifies what I say in the beginning, that ordinary people can accomplish extraordinary things. So congratulations to them. Uh, fantastic season, a fantastic finish. And this is a quest for the truth. Have a great day.